Hi, this is Sal from the Gold Stars in Chicago, Illinois, and you're listening to Mr. Swab's Mod Mod World at MrSwab.com. Oh yeah, baby. I'm just about that action, boss. It's a mod. And now for something completely different. Swab's Mod Mod World, the web's longest running modcast, MrSwab.com. Oh, and this one time at band camp. Welcome to Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World. Mr. Suave here with you. And I am joined this week by Mary, Queen of Cosmos. It's so great to be back. Is now it that, really? It is. Uh, you know, and your wife is out of town, so it worked out well. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> she's in Vegas. Yeah, lucky her, yeah, right? That's salt in the wound. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Salt in the wound. All right, this week we are um, doing something a little different. We picked a decade and uh, decided to just take songs from movies. And, of course, you know, it's me. I picked the 60s. Why wouldn't you? Uh, exactly. I mean, best decade ever mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. 
So we open the show with a quintessential 60s soundtrack song. If you're going to do a show with movie songs from the 60s, you can't not include it, I suppose. You can't. And perhaps this is true for most 80s kids. Yeah. But uh, Goldfinger is formative. It is. For me, it was one of the two or three songs that we played each day in the high school cafeteria on our jukebox. Really? Mm-hmm. In the 80s? In the 80s. We had three songs. The other one was always something there to remind me of you by... Who did the cover in the 80s? Naked Eyes. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Huh. Which is a Burt Bacharach song. Right. Right. Who yeah. will get, we'll get to him later. Yeah. Well, you had a much better high school than I did. Well, lunch was at 1030. I don't know about that. Yeah. I got, like, what at the time I really considered crappy 80s music. And now I look back on it and I think, oh, that was pretty good stuff. Yeah, we were. (laughs) Time does that to you. It does. It does. That uh, was, of course, Goldfinger. We're talking about John Barry, the composer, great British composer. And uh, Shirley Basie on vocals. Dame. Yeah, Dame. Dame. That's right. Damn. Shirley Basie. Damn. I mean, Dame. (laughs) She's earned her stripes. Yeah, no kidding. With a voice like that, why not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of mega voices, mm-hmm. although I guess mega isn't a '60s word. That's that's more '80s. I don't know. I wasn't. I was there. I just wasn't. Didn't have word capability very much. No, I was mostly just crying and pooping at the time. <laughs> Me too. Um, so next, we're heading into. Uh, okay, so you sent the theme. I did send you a theme. You did. You and- you practically uh, adhered to it. Barely. We'll get into that later. Um, but so when you sent when you sent the theme '60s movie songs, right? My first thought was Moon River, and I was so hoping. A, it's obvious, and yet every time I hear the song, it makes me weep. It's so beautiful. Um, and then I did some digging around, and I found Aretha. <laughs> People dig around in record crates, I guess, and find Aretha all the time. But uh, I, I'm pretty sure you won't find Aretha by digging. Well, I found Not yet. I found her grooving down Moon River. How's oh, that for a transition? That's that's not bad. So let's uh, let's groove on down by the riverside.
promises, promises I'm all through with Promises, promises now I don't know how Here's what. You slip me a bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. You can do that, can't you, Lloyd? You're not too busy, are you? <laughs> no, sir. Not busy at all. Good man. You set him up and I'll knock him back, Lloyd. One by one. White man's burden, Lloyd, my man. White man's burden. Besides your dog bumping a chair, who is this in the background? James Taylor Quartet. <gasps> I, lo I love me some James Taylor Quartet. I bet. Mm -hmm. That was my set. Quartet, it, set. It, I'm rhyming. It, it was your set. <laughs> yeah, you had one job. I did. I, I gave you one prompt. Right. Well, you gave me one prompt in two separate emails. Wait, you, just, you, couldn't is, you couldn't just follow I'm the prompt? I'm sorry, it, it wasn't clear. And, and, and What's I, not clear about songs from movies in the 60s? That's pretty clear. Am I wrong? I have I'm to, not wrong. I half read your emails. Again, is it emails, plural, or mail? Um, it doesn't matter whether it was one or two emails. It was still pretty clear they were supposed to be songs from movies in the 60s. Well, and you went like all interpretive dance. <laughs> Grecian urn. Grecian urn. I did. I interpreted the shit out of this shit. Yeah, you took songs that, yeah, they were in movies and then totally went somewhere else with well, them. Well, okay, so let me explain. 
So clearly, Aretha Moon River, Moon River from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Right. Okay, so that works. That fits the paradigm. No, it's not the song from the movie. No, but she sings it. Oh my God, amazingly. And like Ella, do you hear Ella in that? I mean, you're a Ella teacher. Is... How would you grade a student that didn't follow instructions and totally did it wrong? I work in an alternative school, so I would give them an A for alternative. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say anything about that, or otherwise I'll have the teacher's union breathing down my neck. As, as well they should. Um, that was followed by Booker T's interpretation of Mrs. Robinson from The Graduate. Mm-hmm. Cuckoo Cachoo. Yes. Um, we saw him not long ago. We did, a couple jazz, years ago. Yeah, Jazz Hat, I mean, two two years ago. That's not, not long, long in the course of my ex- my horrible life that's <laughs> growing on and on and on. I'm sure people wish it wouldn't. <laughs> what I love, okay, maybe I shouldn't say this. I, I'm tiring of Simon and Garfunkel songs. Well, you've only been listening to them for 40 years. And so. perhaps that's the problem. But when I heard this and the... Um, his and this is almost 40 years old. I know, and yet his interpretation of it. And, and I, I haven't listened to it for 24 hours, so I cannot replicate the interval, but it was so interesting. Um, and people who just listened will, will know what I mean, or they right. won't. Oh, they'll get it. Okay. It's Booker T, and it's Mrs. Robinson. Right. Um, and these are all great songs. I like them all. I love them all, in fact. I just don't think they actually... I mean, you followed the spirit of the law, not the letter of the law. I'm a spirit follower. Okay. Okay, so here is... I'm a spirit drinker. I'm a drinker. (laughs) Um, Okay, the last song was Promises, Promises, which technically did not fit the prompt. But... No, again... I threw out the ones that didn't fit the prompt, but it just seems like you just keep coming back and back. It's like a Trump initiative over and over and over. No matter how many times the courts throw you down, uh you're just going to keep issuing these musical executive orders? The Cheeto gets back up. The Cheeto (laughs) rises! The Cheeto rises. I got to remember that. That's nice. (laughs) Okay, so Promises Promises Mm -hmm. is... The titular, and I believe I've used that word on this show before. <laughs> I'm sure you have. <laughs> um, the titular song from the Broadway musical, Promises, Promises. I think you mean it's the title track. Yeah, that's, that, that's what I meant. It's also oh titular. My, do you want to watch me touch my elbows behind my back, Mr. Swab? Yes. Um, so, Promises, Promises is a Broadway musical... Uh-huh. Um, Burt Bacharach and Hal. I want to say, yeah, there we go. Really? I was getting stuck like, on Linden. Like it's two first names. Actually, I'm it's sorry. A, hardly a first name Barney and Miller. then a first last name. Um, I, I don't, again, with the prompt. Uh-huh. You know, it wasn't hard. What was the one thing I said? No <laughs> effing musicals. And I didn't say effing. I wrote it out in capital yeah, letters. You you no did. fucking right. musical. And, and what do caps. I get a musical? Okay, but here's the thing. My favorite film of all all time is The Apartment, Billy Wilder. And yet I get a musical. Okay, but Promises, Promises was a musical inspired by the arguably best film of all time, The Apartment. What is the bacon factor on this thing? It's like 19 (laughs) steps removed. Well, it was a song based on a movie that was based on another thing that wasn't what the prompt was. If I I fry (laughs) up some bacon, is this going to pull you off the scent? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to get to the freezer. I'm going to thaw out some bacon. All right. Um, And shall we head into our next set? We should. Uh, It's a good one. We have a bunch of songs coming up, actually. I'm not going to say any more than that. Can can I say one of them is from the apartment? God damn it. I know. I'll shut up now. You just cheated on so many levels. I did. Well, look me over. (laughs) I didn't get dressed like this to go unnoticed. (laughs) I have a little number for you folks that uh, got its inspiration while I was visiting a little island in the Dutch West Indies called Aruba. Now, Aruba happens to be right near the coast of Venezuela, and it seems the Latin influence has really taken over this little island. So one night I'm doing my show, and I 
improvised a little number for all the people in the Aruba audience, and they seem to like it, and I hope you will too. For lack of a better title, it's called Aruba Liberace. <laughs> I figure it's my own number, I'd call it what I want. <laughs> Aruba Liberace, Aruba Liberace, Aruba Liberace, play mambo for me. Aruba Liberace, Aruba Liberace, Aruba Liberace, it's wild, you will agree. Aruba Liberace, Aruba Liberace, Aruba Liberace, play mambo for me. Aruba Liberace, Aruba Liberace, Aruba Liberace, it's wild, you will agree. Like the fella said, tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a bowl? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just a beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful. She's telling me we'll be wet. She 
was picked out of king-sized bed I couldn't feel any better or I'd be sick Tell me quick Mod Mod World, the web's longest-running modcast, online at MrSwab.com and on ModRadioUK.net. You're good, kid. But as long as I'm around, you're second best. You might as well learn to live with it. He came with the name Cincinnati A kid with no A's in the hole On a hot poker pot Cincinnati had staked his heart and soul. Late night and day like a demon, 
for that one lucky day when the lush, royal flush of his dreaming is just a game away. In the pot pyramid For a book Lady Love Will be calling Oh The Cincinnati Kid I mean the Cincinnati Kid himself showed up. Okay, everybody, for my next miracle, I'm going to turn water into funk. long one, Mr. Suave. That was a long one. Sort where, of. Where do the boys meet the girls? Oh, man. If you knew how many times I asked myself that question in about 1982. <laughs> where do boys meet girls? Is that oh. why you go to Tiki Oasis now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is exactly or, why I go to Tiki Oasis or now. Or is that more where do the boys meet the rum? <laughs> yeah. True. True. That's where we meet rum. So that was mostly your set. 
It, it kind of was. Um, that last track there was Bring Down the Birds from uh, Blow Up, which not a movie I like. And I know people are going to like, oh, my God, you don't like Blow Up. Um, no, but I love the music in Blow Up. I've never seen it. I was going to ask. I didn't know if you had seen it or not. No, I um, have not. It, you know, it's that 60s new wave modernist i don't even think it's actually modernist and i'm not a film person so i'm probably um putting a you know a square peg in a round hole by saying this but the the film itself i i always always like oh i gotta love blow, blow up because you know it's this mod uh icon and it does have great visuals but watching the movie for me, I was always, it was too disjointed. I like a plot. I'm simple. I need things spilled out for me. Um, okay. but, the, but the music, geez, uh, the music is just awesome. So that was Bring Down Birds. It was. Herbie, uh, Herbie Hancock. Hancock. The whole, I mean, the title track, Blow Up, is great. There are all these great appearances of bands. Um, the Yardbirds. Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page together in the Yardbirds are in it. Um, a, a bunch of others. It's, it's fantastic. Maybe the best soundtrack of the 60s. And you can hear Gibson. I know. He's that, moaning in the background because he's like, you don't like Blow Up. The Why, not- Gib, what's wrong? The notorious G.I.B. Yeah, at least he's not knocking me down the stairs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he is notorious for ruining lots of things. But not this no, not conversation. This. <laughs> but but he is moaning or something. Now he's quiet. Thank Maybe. God. Thank God. Um, so what started us off? Um, well, I was I was going from what we heard last. Oh, so before let me let me just let me let me just say this. I'm gonna save this, people. Um, so before Bring Down Birds, or is it The Birds? It's, it's Bring Down the Birds, ah. Herbie Hancock from Blub. Okay. And then before that mm-hmm. was the Cincinnati Kid, Ray Charles. Yes. And we had this discussion earlier because we I did. don't think it sounds like Ray Charles. I, and I agree at first. And then toward the end, I said, nope, nope, that's Ray Charles. And... I'm going to get political on your ass and say that, yeah, in the beginning, it sounds like he was code switching. I know. And I'll just say that's bullshit because nobody knew what that was then. Yeah, but they were still doing it. Maybe. At any rate, it is Ray Charles. It's a great song. Uh, It's from an actual film in the 60s. Because when when I say I'm going to do a show about films in the 60s and then the songs that were in them... That's what I pick, Mary. Right. I don't and pick songs that are interpretive dance notions of those things. Okay, so previous to Cincinnati Kid was Lonely Room by Adolf Deutsch, which was, I know, thank you, from The Apartment. An actual song from a movie that you picked. Uh, yes, Um. and and the, the Lonely Room... It, uh, Okay, so Jack Lemon plays C.C. Baxter, and that piece, it it symbolizes, it encapsulates his shy, paralyzed, polite melancholy. Just like Gib. (laughs) (laughs) I'm listening to Gibson's polite melancholy. Encapsulating something. Something is stuck under the couch, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he's politely very melancholy about it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say he's being polite. I've never known him to be polite. Uh, yeah, Adolf Deutsch. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. an unfortunate name. Stage name? We're guessing. Uh, we're guessing. Really? Yeah, I Adolf I mean, Deutsch. You almost got to wonder. Okay, before that? Well, then we switched gears for those, well... The first two were in a different gear entirely. They were. They and, were. And they were not. They, We each picked one of those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? I went for Dean Martin. Ocean's I went for 11. Liberace. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, something in, you never thought in, you'd hear on this show. Interpret that as you will. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never seen the original Ocean's Eleven. And, and lucky you. Okay. Nah, it's all right. 
It's mostly a variety show with um, a plot stringing it together, so... You know, but, Dean can sing, Frank can sing, so... And ain't that a kick in the head? That's a great scene, if, great song. And if I've got to say, that song is a kick in the head. I'm, I'm going to go kick Gibson in the head in a minute. <laughs> this is what you get when you record things live to tape. I know, so I'm going to go stroke Gibson while you talk to everyone about Liberace and Aruba. I have to talk about Liberace while somebody else is getting stroked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that's my life in a nutshell. Stroking! No, that was Aruba Liberace. Um, where the boys meet the girls, or is it where the girls meet the boys? 1965, great film. Connie Francis does the uh, theme song. It's, you know, it's not a beach movie, but you almost think it's a beach movie. But it's got Liberace, and... I'm not a huge Liberace fan, so he's never been on the show before, but here he is. And it was a fun song. His uh, Mambo Twist, whatever it was, Aruba Liberace. Those are all actual songs from films, as opposed to the set Mary did at the beginning. One Broadway song inspired by the best film from the 60s. Quit shouting from the other side of the room. I'm stroking your dog. And on that note, I think we'll just cut to the next uh, set. Here we go. These are actual movie songs also, which I'm sure you will recognize. Only with 
of living Get me up high Teach me to fly Electrify With starry light above the stratosphere Bring your dearness near Till the dawn comes tumbling down Don't make a sound Every word we need comes Never can a fella name or claim you Barbarella, Barbarella You're listening to Mr. Swab's Mod Mod World at MrSwab.com.
Turn you on, you ain't got no switches. pace myself so I don't make this a Christmas episode. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. That last one was, well, it was the Pink Panther, Henry Mancini, and what more are you going to say about that? That was the Pink Panther. By? Henry Mancini. Or, or would it be Mancini? I don't know. Mancini. Yeah. No, he, he's, I mean, I, of course he's Italian, but he's American. He was a Hollywood rat packer. He was like, a rat packer? I don't know if he could technically be a rat packer, but here's what he did in Hollywood. He threw these kick-ass parties in the 60s that everybody went to. Actually, on my old website, long, long disappeared, uh, my swinging cocktail Mr. Suave swinging cocktail site it wasn't 1996 it wasn't Master Suave well it's not that old (laughs) um but no I did a whole thing about Henry Mancini and I was I was really into Mancini during the whole uh, cocktail revolution in the 90s and I read a lot I read books and the the one website that was probably available about him then uh, and so I thought, I gotta put this online. And so I basically just paraphrased it all, well, put it back up there. But, um, the people yeah, no, need he to know shared, the truth. He, he did these great parties. That's what he was known for in Hollywood in the 60s, mm. is he threw cool parties. And Sinatra and various Rat Pack-ers came to those parties. Uh, I don't know if he was considered Rat Pack. Of course, the Rat Pack started with uh, Bogart. Humphrey Bogart was the coined the term i'm pretty sure okay and he and lauren bacall they were the rat pack and handed it off to sinatra who turned it into this like different cool swinging 60s thing later okay at the risk of sounding ignorant this is a rat pack symposium for mary queen of cosmos well it's too bad you don't have a better teacher (laughs) (laughs) anyhow last song there was actually uh, Pink Panther, Henry Mancini. What did we have right before that? Well, it was good. It was bad. It wasn't ugly. It was no, beautiful. It's not ugly. Ennio Morricone. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti Western. We keep threatening to have a Spaghetti Western film night and eat spaghetti. 
Well, I, it's not a threat. I've actually done that in my life. <laughs> and you didn't invite me? <laughs> I don't think I knew you then. Oh. But uh, spaghetti is great. Um, if you drink too much and watch a bunch of those movies, it's not so great. I was in high school. Uh, oh, we did. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. It was a bad idea. And before that, Barbarella. Psychedella. Oh, Barbarella. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jane Fonda. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to put the, uh, we're going to put the, the, I guess the video, the, the, the yeah. film of that uh, title sequence where essentially she is doing a striptease to that song. And then has the psych out thing with the letters. Well, yeah, yeah. She pulls off her helmet and, uh, and out pour the letters mm-hmm. of her name. Of the title of the film. It was 1960-something. 60-late-something. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw it at the end of high school, and, and now as a, a woman of experience, I understand it in a whole new light. Really? What, what she, I grew up Catholic. I watched Philadelphia Story and Bringing Up Baby and, and the Rat Pack. They were frightening to me. And, and drinking and sexual. And then I met you and Mrs. Suave. And the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Okay, before Barbarella. Another classic. Magnificent Seven. That was your choice as well. It was. Al Cella, uh, Mr. Guitar, great guitar player. Uh, you were saying this song is by... Elmer uh, Bernstein. Yes, yes, uh, Elmer Bernstein. But Alcella is the, I mean, it's why they called him Mr. Guitar. He did so many great guitar themes, songs, Mission Impossible. Yeah, and we, uh, we referenced This one, him. The Massive Magnificent Seven, uh, tons of others. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about him at the... At the... All the people that died. I mean, yeah. I, I try to speak respectfully of it, but I that know. was what we called it. It was. All our friends who died. Because mm-hmm. he passed away last year, and so our end of show year in 2016 was... Included him. Anyhow, those were... I mean, those are all kind of iconic movie songs from the 60s that I think everyone knows, obviously. But they also, like, set a tone for pretty much a lot of everything in the whole decade in a weird way. Yeah, they're like and they're like fossils, but not in the yeah. bad way. It's They left this imprint. No, but you know why fossils are great? Because they are representative of something you don't see or know of or are aware of. Right, right. Right? They're just the iconic thing in that one moment. They contain- That's a great fossil. And we had four gray fossils. We did. I think fossils are good things, not okay. bad things. Okay. And it was intended. Yeah. Positively. And it was. Like the entire show, um, you know, we could go on forever doing movie songs from the 60s or any decade, and we probably will, because um, <laughs> we've already discussed doing one that was just rock and roll songs. We didn't even get to, like, the great music from... Movies from the Standells, the Rolling Stones, the Seeds, the Beatles, the well, the Beatles, I'm the sorry, Monkeys. I, I bring up. The I mean, obvious. They, it, it's obvious, but right, you should bring it up. But I mean, yeah, it just goes without saying. Did they have rock and roll in the '60s? That depends on how you define it. Mm-hmm. Maybe for another show. Maybe for another show. In the meantime, we've got one more. Uh, we're going to return to where we started with James Bond. Another Burt Backrack appearance. John Barry. No. No, this isn't John This isn't John Barry? It's not John Barry. Oh, my God. I it's re- one other one you wanted, though. Oh, Casino Royale. Yeah. But, but only because I love Daniel Craig, which is not appropriate for this decade. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Herb Albert. Now... The truth is, I don't know who... Oh, well, uh, Burt Backrack wrote it. So it's not John Barry. It's Backrack. That's why there's trumpet front and center. All right. All right, I'm connecting uh, the dots and... Can't help but like that. It's a great way to end a film show, movie, film music. Herb Alpert, Casino Royale. 
thanks for being here, Mary, Queen Thank, of Cosmos. Thanks for having me, Mr. Swab. I'm Mr. Swab. Thanks for listening. choppy but it'll work I kept interrupting you sorry a woman needs to keep her place are we still recording <laughs>